It's May 8th. Welcome. It's y'all talk with a Southern accent. And we're so glad that you could join us here on this middle of the week edition of the All Southern Program. And yours truly, John Rawl, here with you on a very special day for me. If you know anything about history, this is VE Day on May 8th, 1945. The German army surrendered to the Allies, and I have been in that room in Reims, spelled R-E-I-M-S, Reims, France, where the surrender took place, and it was amazing to be in that same museum there, east of Paris, where the leaders of the Allies had the Axis surrender, and the bloody conflict, World War II, came to an end. Which, by the way, reminds me here on y'all, as we like to be a public service reminder for all y'all, we're less than a month away now from the 75th anniversary of D-Day. On June 6, it will mark the 75th anniversary of June 6, 1944, when the boys from here in the South and the rest of the Allied nations all stormed the beaches of Normandy and the Great War. The path to its end came right there in Normandy in France. So, we'll have more coverage of that. In fact, how awesome would it be? And well, if you know someone, let me know. How awesome if we could get a good Southerner who participated in D-Day to be a special guest here with us leading up to June 6th. If you know anybody that will talk to us here that's a World War II veteran that served at D-Day that would be on our show, we want to hear from you. Our number is 803-816-1170. Our email is yallshow at yall.com. And, of course, you can go to yall.com, our website, and reach out to us there as well. But we would love to give the proper salute to the greatest generation, the 75th anniversary of D-Day, just days away. All right. Let me, as a public service reminder here on the Y'all Show, let me get get into something I don't do a whole lot, and that's talk about weather. And the reason I don't talk about it, luckily, we, we hope for kind of boring days weather-wise. Well, not the case. We've had some storms move across Oklahoma and Texas overnight, and today it could get a little rough. And so we want you to be aware if you're in the Dallas area, all the way in Kansas City, you got some severe weather to be on the lookout for. Arkansas, certainly you could have afternoon th- thunderstorms, possible tornadoes in the natural state. Then tomorrow, here's the cities that you need to be aware of and keep an eye on the weather. St. Louis, Memphis, Little Rock, Houston, also New Orleans, Birmingham, and Huntsville in Alabama, Lexington and Louisville in Kentucky in mississippi jackson all the way into north mississippi all be aware of a weather front moving across that the threat of tornadoes is possible in all of those areas of arkansas mississippi tennessee and beyond alabama as well that is tomorrow then of course you've got the chance of some wet stuff over the weekend so please 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 Make sure you tune in to your local weather forecast to find out what's going on. All right, we start our headlines here on today's Y'all Show before we get to the ACC report with Jonathan in just a few minutes. In hour two, Precious Harris will be dropping by with the country music news and notes. Plus, we'll have hashtag hullabaloo. That's all coming up, but let's dive into the headlines while we can. And sad news out of the Tidewater area of Virginia. Authorities there in Virginia are investigating the shooting deaths of three active duty service members in what appears to be a double murder and suicide, two women and one man. They were all Navy corpsmen. They were stationed at Naval Medical Center, Portsmouth, Virginia. The man stationed at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. Police say the two women were shot to death at 7-Eleven in Portsmouth. 
Over the weekend, the man was found with a self-inflicted gunshot wound in a car parked nearby, but three Navy corpsmen all dead in what's apparently a double murder and suicide in Portsmouth, Virginia. Moving on to headlines in the rest of the South. In Mississippi, we have an arrest in the person who killed a veteran police officer in Biloxi, Mississippi. Patrolman Robert McKeithen was gunned down in the parking lot of the Biloxi Police Department on Sunday, and a teenager accused of gunning down the uniform officer is under arrest. And, and he was smiling as he was escorted through a array of television cameras and police officers at the scene of the crime when he was arrested earlier this week. And Darian Tawan Atkinson, a 19-year-old, is in custody. And according to his initial reaction, being arrested for the murder of an officer in Biloxi, Mississippi, he had a nonchalant attitude and, as I said, smiling as he was taken into custody. Isn't that ridiculous? Absolutely ridiculous from the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And we certainly want to keep the family of Officer McKeithen, a 58-year-old who was going to retire at the end of this year, keep his family and his legacy in our thoughts and prayers. Now, in terms of law enforcement and some wrongdoings perhaps in years past, some video of the 2015 arrest of Sandra Bland has just come out. And this is the woman back four years ago in Waller County, Texas, who was arrested. And while she was in custody, she actually was found dead in a jail cell there. And she has this video that's just come out. It's a 39-second clip revealed by the Investigative Network, which is a nonprofit news organization based in Texas. And it aired earlier this week on Dallas TV station WFAA. And Sandra Bland was found hanging in her jail cell outside Houston three days after her arrest. And her death in dash cam video showing Trooper Brian Encino trying to pull the 28-year-old Chicago-area woman out of her vehicle became flashpoints in the debate over the treatment of black people by police. This happened where Prairie View A&M University, she got stopped coming around the campus there back in July of 2015, and the officer was yelling, get out of the car, I will light you up, get out. She went to jail, and then she died in jail in Waller County, Texas. And a lot of people thought some hanky-panky, some some reason she was found dead and and. I don't know if they've ever really found the reason. I think it was suicide, but I don't quote me on that. And lawsuits were filed against the state of Texas and the Waller County Jail that totaled nearly $2 million combined. And this case back in the news here after this video comes out of Sandra Bland. Well, you can't say South Carolina is going to stay in the dark much longer because it appears in the Palmetto State, the legislators there are going to make daylight saving time all the time in South Carolina. The House Judiciary Committee approved a bill Tuesday saying the General Assembly plans to adopt year-round daylight savings time if the move is authorized by Congress in a federal law. Remember, just a few months ago, President Trump tweeted the day after the time changed that, quote, making daylight saving time permanent is okay with me, and South Carolina legislators are saying amen to that. Of course, other states looking to do the exact same thing. I think Florida's one of them. And Tennessee, I think, is another state looking to make daylight saving time a permanent fixture in their respective state. A North Carolina man has been arrested for allegedly possessing a weapon of mass destruction. 
44-year-old Murphy resident Owen Gregory Dean taken into police custody after it was discovered that he had a blasting cap at his home and he was arrested for allegedly possessing this weapon of mass destruction. Mr. Dean Murphy, North Carolina, and the North Carolina State Bureau of Investigation is investigating there in Cherokee County, North Carolina. Dean charged with possession of a weapon of mass destruction and booked into the Cherokee County Detention Center being held on a $15,000 bond. What in the world are you doing with a blasting cap, Mr. Dean? Jeesh. Florida residents want Donald Trump to see post-hurricane suffering from Hurricane Michael that hit the panhandle of Florida. And I'm looking at a photo from Panama City that has the message of help us Trump scribbled on the building. And remember, this is Trump country, Panhandle of Florida, Panama City, and all the areas around Mexico Beach and Bay County. Big time Trump supporters. And the president hasn't been down there except right after the hurricane. And President Trump should go back and see what's going on for what was now considered a Category 5 storm, Hurricane Michael, that went through that area seven months ago. President Trump, go back to Panhandle, please, and at least make the people feel good. I know there's been so much damage and loss of life in the Panama City area. They're getting ready now for summertime. I wonder how many places that normally have people coming in vacationing in the area is going to be still closed in Bay County in the thick of the summer whenever people normally fill up the area with tourism. We won't, hey, if you can, go to the Panama City area for your vacation. If you don't have one planned, Find a place down there that's open and you'll, your family will have a good time. Of course, that's not far from Destin, which really didn't get hurt too bad at all by the storm. Go over to Apalachicola, a beautiful area. St. George Island is in that area. And we love our Panama City and we love our panhandle of Florida and we need to help them out. A category five storm that came through the other month. Here's another story coming to us from the Sunshine State. Gary Anderson, he lives in Haines City, Florida, and he had a alleged alcohol fuel fender bender in Haines City on Saturday evening, caused minor damage, and here's what he did, all right, so he got in a fender bender, but I haven't told you, as Paul would say, the rest of the story, because it appears that he was driving a lawnmower, kind of like George Jones did one time, and while he was on the lawnmower, he struck a police cruiser, but he was drunk when he did it so you you think if he was on a lawnmower he probably had a history of maybe drinking and driving and gary anderson was on that lawnmower but he ends up hitting a police cruiser and he was drunk at the same time as bill ingvall would say here's your sign and he's being held in lieu of a three thousand dollar bail he's in jail also police said there was cocaine in anderson's system when he was arrested so had a rough day there, Mr. Gary Anderson. 68 years old at that, coming that story from Florida. Congratulations to Nora O'Donnell. She's going to be taking over as the anchor of the CBS Evening News, and she'll be leaving CBS's morning program that she's been on with Gail King for a number of years. Nora is 45 years old, and she is a native of Washington, D.C. She went to high school in the San Antonio area, graduated from Douglas MacArthur High School. Then she went back to her birth city, and she graduated from Georgetown University. Go Hoyas! And has been working in television since 1996 and has a net worth of $8 million, in case you're wondering. 
and the mother of three children, Nora O'Donnell, your new CBS Evening News anchor, which I'm a little surprised Jeff Clore, I guess, is moving on along. They're firing him. They're reassigning him. I don't know what the ratings were. You know, the whole news business is totally different now than the old Walter Cronkite days, if you can go back that far. We have the list of the new James Beard restaurant winners for 2019 for the National Restaurant and Chef Awards. And I'm going to cull out of here any of them that have a definite connection to the South. The James Beard Outstanding Chef winner is Ashley Christensen of Pool's Diner in Raleigh, North Carolina. The James Beard Outstanding Pastry Chef of the Year, Kelly Fields with Willa Jean in New Orleans. The skipping down, I'm, again, I'm only finding the Southern folks that are winners of the James Beard. The Rising Star Chef of the Year, Kwame Onwachi with Kith and Ken in Washington, D.C. Also, you have a winner, Regional Chef Awards. We'll read those for the South. Let's see, South, 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 where are you? The best chef in the South, that would be the Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Puerto Rico area. Vishwish Jbat of the Snack Bar in Oxford, Mississippi. A very overpriced place, in my opinion. But, hey, congratulations to Mr. Bat winning that award for the best chef in South region. The Southeast region is Georgia, Kentucky, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, West Virginia. Best chef Southeast, Mashama Bailey of the Gray in Savannah, Georgia. And there you have it. James Beard Award winners for 2019. Way to go. All right. Now, who the heck is James Beard? I'm sure, like me, you've probably heard that name before, but you maybe can't put a an identity with who the heck James Beard. He was a cookbook author and also a cook and a television personality. He died in 1985 at the age of 81. Now, he was not from the South. He was born in Portland, Oregon, but really was kind of on the forefront of sort of making chefs and cooks famous being on television and came up with the, the James Beard Award is carrying his legacy on james beard and congratulations to all of our southern connections there with the latest award winners a tornado has declared war on the rhode island civil war statue at the vicksburg national military park and sure enough this 111 year old rhode island memorial there at vicksburg national military park was really really hurt bad by a tornado and a group's trying to raise about $15,000 to repair the Rhode Island Union Memorial there at Vicksburg, which was a bloody conflict in 1862 and 1863. And while a lot of people, human beings, that is, want to tear down Confederate monuments across the land, which I'm totally against, uh, looks like Mother Nature wanted to have a hand in getting revenge on those darn Yankees from Rhode Island. But yeah, they're at a beautiful National Military Park in Vicksburg. Go see it. And we hope that memorial gets a lot of money sent its way and you can help out. I, I'll i tell you, as a guy who helped raise $100,000 to repair and renovate two Confederate statues, I don't think $15,000 is going to cut it. They're going to have to raise a lot more than that to help out with the Rhode Island Memorial there at Vicksburg. But best of luck to you, Rhode Island. Didn't know that Rhode Island provided that many soldiers in the Civil War. It's such a little teeny tiny state. Hey, how about our Fort Sam, uh, Fort Campbell soldiers? And in today's world, 2019, soldiers from Fort Campbell on the Kentucky-Tennessee line, they traveled down I-24 to Nashville on Wednesday, and they climbed the stairs of the Tennessee Titans' Nissan Stadium 
to commemorate a Vietnam War battle. This battle of Hamburger Hill happened 50 years ago this month, and it was a 3,000-foot ascend by U.S. troops in Vietnam to go into the Battle of Hamburger Hill. And members of the 101st Airborne, based at Fort Campbell in Kentucky, they climbed 3,100 steps there at Nissan Stadium as a commemoration of the work that the troops of America did in Vietnam in 1969. And I'm looking at a photo of a bunch, 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 bunch of our Screaming Eagles down in Nashville coming down from Fort Campbell. A pretty cool tribute. And to all of our Vietnam veterans and those who served at Hamburger Hill and those who wear that Screaming Eagle patch of today and of yesteryear, thank you for your service. Here's a guy you haven't probably heard much about in the last few years, John Edwards. Remember the old presidential candidate, former senator from North Carolina? What in the world is John Edwards? What's he been up to? He was acquitted seven years ago of accepting illegal campaign contributions. Of course, he fathered a child out of wedlock, and his wife died, awful death of cancer. John Edwards, who was a top personal injury lawyer before he went into politics 20 years ago, He's back into that business, and he says that he relishes the chance to return to his roots and practice again with his close friend and longtime business partner, David Kirby. So John Edwards back in North Carolina, and he's working with his daughter, Kate Edwards, in the law firm there. And that is good news for John Edwards. Hey, a blast from the past as we're getting ready for 2020. Hey, John Edwards, why don't you throw your hat in the ring? Why don't you become another Democrat running for president? Why not? Everybody else seems to be doing it. But good to see that. Tom, you know, he... He's had a rough go of it, but he's he's out there showing up and practicing law in the old North State. Dolly Parton is going to be honored by honored by the FBI for a donation to Gatlinburg wildfire victims. Remember, there were some awful wildfires in the Gatlinburg area in 2016, and she's being honored by the FBI for her donations to hundreds of families who lost homes during that 2016 fire. The 73-year-old country music and American music legend and the Dollywood Foundation presented with a 2018 Director's Community Leadership Award over the weekend. She was nominated by the Knoxville Division of the FBI. Pretty cool stuff for Dolly Parton and a good East Tennessean helping out her native area. What an awesome photo that I saw thanks to WKRG in the Pensacola, Florida area. The Blue Angels are based in the Pensacola area, and they were practicing the other day around sunset and they just happened to be flying on a beautiful day right on the beach when a couple was in the middle of taking a f- picture for their upcoming wedding. Adam Douglas and his wife Kelly on the beach getting ready to take that photo. And these couple of, I think it's six of them in a formation flying right over their head. You know it had to be loud, but it made for a awesome photo bomb. And again, go to WKRG in Pensacola and check out that great photo and a a keepsake maybe better than anything they're going to take on their wedding day she was actually wearing the wedding dress in the photo there on the beach and don't you love it if you've ever been down to the emerald coast for people taking pictures it's hard to walk on that sand y'all i'm an atlantic coast kind of guy when it when it comes to walking because that sandy beach around destin and pensacola it You'll get to work out just trying to go five feet on that stuff. All right. Lastly, back to Florida we go. A woman in the Sunshine State has pulled an alligator from her pants during a traffic stop. What in the world are you talking about? Ariel Choir, 25 years old, was in the passenger seat of a vehicle in Punta Gorda, Florida, when she was pulled over. And in the 
incident report from the Charlotte County Sheriff's Office. The department said the woman was asked if she had anything else in her vehicle and then proceeded to pull an alligator out of her yoga pants. The gator was about a foot in length, and she placed it into the bed of a truck. All right, what you packing there, a gator or something else? Yeah, this 25-year-old Floridian putting a gator in her yoga pants. I cannot imagine the look on the face of the arresting officer there in Florida when that happened. Not sure if she got arrested or not, but what a knucklehead there just by having a gator in your darn yoga pants. Geesh. All right, when we come back, we'll have ACC Sports, little Jonathan Leifheit appearance coming up, and we'll find out about this new story that's out this week from the Charleston, South Carolina Post and Courier. It is about if you combine the ACC and SEC, who are your top coaches and who are your worst coaches in the combined ACC-SEC? We'll tell you all about it after the break. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone? Uh, I'm away right now, (laughs) obviously. Uh, Leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial 3. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Funds are deposited for delivery next business day at approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. Have you longed for a simpler life? Imagine how simple life would be if you just had one bill every month. It's that kind of simplicity Avant can help you find with a debt consolidation loan. Pay off your bills and have just one fixed rate payment. It takes just minutes to apply online. And depending on approval, you could have your money sent the next business day from $2,000 to $35,000. And because Avant is accredited by the Better Business Bureau, life is not only simpler, but in hands you can trust. Simplify your life with a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5151 when applying. Avant.com, code 5151. That's Avant.com, code 5151. Happy May 8th to all y'all. This is the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent. And this is where we discuss all things ACC at this point on the Wednesday show. We welcome in from CBS Sports Digital and 24-7 Sports, the guy that puts the life in life height, Jonathan Lifeheight, joining us now. Hello. Happy May 8th to you, sir. I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We are You guys? What are you talking about? There ain't no you guys on this show. 
Well, I thought there was you and all your uh, your massive staff. Well, they call that y'all. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Jonathan. All right. I'm going to have to combine you with others. In fact, speaking of that, Jonathan, I don't know if you saw what the Charleston Post and Courier columnist Gene Sapikoff did this week, but he is a columnist there for that Pulitzer Prize winning newspaper in the holy city of Charleston. And he likes to stir the pot from time to time. And if I guess that's the true testament of a good journalist, Jonathan, because if you have half your readers mad at you and the other half happy, and then the next day it reverses, you must be doing something right. At the Post and Courier this week, he came out with a ranking of the ACC and SEC together, ranking the coaches from number one to number 28 as their 28 football members of these two conferences number one nick saban right no nope 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 go ahead spoil the party yeah. Who, who's number one well that would be the, the guy that beat nick saban this past year <laughs> yeah dabo sweeney dabo sweeney is entrenched at number one on this post and article of the best coaches of the sec and acc and i know this is an acc report so we want to kind of put more of an emphasis on the atlantic coast conference in here but we're going to we're going to mention a lot of these sec teams jonathan because frankly it's a it's a testament to how well the acc is doing because the acc is well atop some of these teams that most would say hey there's no way an acc team's better than that team well we can explain all right number two is alabama number three florida number four georgia texas a&m comes in at number five auburn six but a lot of people have no idea why wake forest is listed as the number seven team if you combine the sec and acc in fact sabakoff says that wake forest is the number two acc team for whatever reason, they're second in the Atlantic, which is where Clemson resides. What did you think about him putting Wake at number two in the ACC? Well, well, uh, this is more about ranking the coaches of those teams as opposed to the actual teams. So I have too much of a problem. Clemson has certainly done a pretty darn good job uh, at Wake Forest. Anytime you can go to three straight bowls, given their history of football success, means you're probably a pretty darn good coach uh, uh, in your own right. So uh, my, I think my big, you know, big deal with this is not far below Clausen as he's got Pat Narduzzi at Pittsburgh. And there is no way that he, uh, that Pat, that Narduzzi, given what he has and has not been at Pittsburgh, uh, should ever be above either Cutcliffe or Dino Babers at Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I'm not so sure he should be above, uh, Bronco Mendenhall either. So, um, I, I got a little problems with some of his rankings, but you know, that, that's, that's just his opinion. Yeah. Well, between, Clawson and Narduzzi is NC State's Dave Dorn. He came in at number eight on this list. Wolfpack, a much improved team here in the last few de- years, and Dorn a part of that. You have David Cutcliffe checking in at number 10 in the combined SEC-ACC coaches as the Blue Devils, in Sapikoff's opinion, number 10 because they've had six bowl trips in the last seven years at a basketball school with a small throwback football stadium. Yeah, I mean, that's what I mentioned. Uh, Cutcliffe is, is down there a little lower. I'd have probably put him a little higher given what he's done at, at, a, at a basketball school with a small enrollment in a small stadium and not a lot of resources. So, so you'd have him higher than 10? Well, I would have him probably, certainly, uh, probably above Dave Doran. Okay. Certainly above Narduzzi um, uh, as well. 
So, All right. Well, Kentucky checks in at number 11. Dino Babers and the Syracuse Orange check in at number 12. The aforementioned Bronco Mendenhall and a resurgent Virginia football team is at number 13 in Gene Sapikoff's combined listing of the coaches for the two conferences. And you know, having Virginia at 13 must mean South Carolina's behind there. In fact, they are. Of course, those two teams got together in the Belk Bowl back in December and Virginia embarrassed Will Muschamp's Gamecocks. Muschamp comes in at number 14 as the 14th best coach in the combined SEC and ACC. Mizzou's coach comes in at 15. Ed Orgeron and LSU is at 16. So, Jonathan, we just talked about Syracuse, Duke, Wake Forest, and Virginia all having coaches that are listed in this thing better than a historical power of college football, LSU. Well, I mean, again, this is about their coaches, and I guess this guy doesn't have a very high opinion of of, uh, of Ed Orgeron, so uh, which isn't surprising given his uh, lack of success when he was at Ole Miss. Um, and then this past year, he did okay at LSU, but probably not up to their normal standards. All right. BC's coach comes in at 17, Mississippi State 18. Scott Satterfield, who is yet to coach one game in the ACC, checks in at number 19. He's the new coach of the Louisville Cardinals prior to being in Louisville. He was the head coach at Appalachian State. So a little strange to see a, a newcomer in the top 20 of these combined coaches. Yeah, I would agree. And I think there's several of them. Uh, and the next one on the list is uh, Manny Diaz. And then you've also got uh, uh, Jeff Collins and uh, down there near near the bottom as well. And I, I don't know really how you rank guys that haven't coached. Matter for, for that matter, Manny Diaz has never been a head coach at any level for anybody. So how in the world do you rank him – uh, as high as you do, uh, given that he, there's no track record there. You almost have to pull a few of them out. I would put Matt Brown in that category, Jeff Collins, and say uh, to be TBD, and we'll see yeah. how, they, how they go. Well, reminder on Collins, the new coach at the Institute, he went 15-10 and 10 in his two years guiding the Temple Owls, and I think they dispatched – who did they beat in the bowl game? Duke? Is that who they beat? I believe it was. Yeah. I think they played Duke in the Independence Bowl this year. And won that yeah. game, and so and that was without Collins because I think he had left the program to go to Georgia Tech. I, I'm yeah, not sure. When he, yeah, when he left, he decided it was best just to go ahead and and head on out. Now his entire staff stayed, and that was part of the the transition that he was planning. And of course, in the middle of all that, Temple named Manny Diaz their head coach. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. Only to have him turn around and leave uh, shortly thereafter. Yeah, shortly, as in like two days later. But Jeff yeah. Collins, I'm hearing a lot of good things about him as a coach. I, I know a lot of people excited. I saw some of the Georgia Tech spring game. Love the new hat he's wearing. Have you seen that? Oh yeah, I love the block T. That's a that's a great uh, great hat. Hopefully he'll carry that on into the regular season. But yeah, Georgia Tech with their new coach Matt Luke, who's now going to be in his third season, second official, guiding the Mississippi Land Shark. He he is number twenty seven on the list, which means Jonathan, an ACC coach, does finish dead last in this list of the combined coaches of the SEC and ACC. If they were one super conference, this is a breakdown from Gene Sapikoff of the coaches from the two conferences. He's got Willie Taggart of Florida State checking in in the bottom of the rankings of these two conferences. Your thoughts on that? Well, when you go 5-7 and seven at Florida State, given how easy it is to recruit there and given their history, I think, um, and when you're the guy that breaks their, what was it, 36-year bowl game streak, um, yeah, you probably get uh, ranked near the bottom. 
All right. Well, again, Gene Sabakoff, pin this column, and you can check it out at postandcourier.com, a wonderful newspaper available throughout South Carolina now, not just in Charleston. And i got to give a little selfish plug here. They gave me my first professional paying gig as a columnist right out of college, Jonathan. So I love my post and courier, Charleston, South Carolina. They actually paid you? They paid me to write a country music column from Nashville. How about that? How about that? Yeah, long time ago. Now, if you wrote a column on a regular basis for a newspaper, it would get old after about uh, two times, probably. <laughs> Don't have quite the a n- number of hit makers here as they did back when garth and shania and all the other good ones like a guy from noonan georgia named alan jackson you probably have heard of him yeah way down yonder in the chattahoochee yeah even a guy who played or he didn't play a guy that went to georgia tech had some success on the charts back in those days a guy named jeff foxworthy you ever heard of him i might have heard of uh, the, uh, the comedian <laughs> you might have heard of him all right, Jonathan, recruiting news on football before we go to a break. Clemson, the rich just keep getting richer. Is it ever going to come to an end for Dabo Sweeney? Probably not. Clemson got what's rated to be the highest quarterback prospect in the country to commit to them. And, Jonathan, I know this is why we pay you the big bucks here on the show. You got to help us pronounce names here. DJ Ugalele is the latest Clemson quarterback commit coming from California. I, you didn't need my help at all. I think that's exactly right. Oh, wow. I I assume he must be partial Samoan or something like that because those, those kind of backgrounds have, for us guys uh, in the South who are used to Johns and Smiths and Walkers and easy names, they make it a little bit more challenging. But, yes, he says he's 100% committed to the Clemson Tigers, and – I think he has some kind of history where a family member of his is playing football out west or something like that, and he wanted to get a long way away from California, and he's going to go to Clemson, South Carolina. Well, that's certainly a long way away from California. Um, you know, the interesting part about this is with him being a 2020, he will uh, come in and, and certainly be backing up uh, Trevor Lawrence um, as he comes in, but uh, uh, Lawrence will be eligible for the draft, and I believe in 2020, so – um, I think there's a pretty good chance he takes off. So more than likely, this guy's probably looking at one year, uh, one year under the belt, and and then probably gets a walk in and and, uh, and have the program be his. So um, all in all, it's going to be uh, kind of interesting to see, you know, how they how they manage that. Not not trying to question you here, Jonathan, but that's exactly what I'm going to do. I want to make sure I heard you right. Okay, so this guy, Trevor Lawrence at Clemson, is entering his second year as a potential starter for Dabo Sweeney. Right. So is he eligible to go to the NFL after this football season? Uh, so, you know, that's I'm not 100% clear on that. The, the, the article that I read said that Lawrence was eligible for the draft in, the, in 2020. So I assume that means next year um, that, that will be the next year's draft because we're in 2019. So, but I, I'm not 100% sure on that. And I thought it was you had to be three years removed well, before you could do that. So. Alabama quarterback Tua Tagviola, remember, he barely played in the 2017 season, but he did play some. He played in 2018. And I never heard he was eligible to go to the NFL this spring. So yep. he'll have his third year playing this year. So I, I'm not sure that this guy from California won't be in the 2021 NFL, or Trevor Lawrence won't be in the 2021 draft. We'll see. Yep. Of course, Clemson's, yeah, in, 
Clemson football is in the news. I don't have the story here, but something happened recently, Jonathan. If you know, fill us in where, of all things, a basketball coach for them, an assistant coach, is in on this whole FBI sting, and he kind of called out the Clemson football program for some wrongdoings, potentially. Yeah, he made reference to to you know, making some payments and, and how the, the Clemson uh, football team manages to do it to keep clean. Um, but he never gave any specifics, never mentioned who it was um, or anything like that, just that something is going on there. So um, we don't really know. We don't really have any evidence or any proof or, or even really anybody to look at in terms of trying to figure out what was going on with them. Come on, yeah. Coach. you got to help us out. If you're going to accuse, you got to at least drop some names. I'm going to drop a name. We're talking with Jonathan Leifheit here on today's Y'all Show. This is our ACC Spotlight. We'll go to a break. When we come back, we have got news from other sports to pass along, including softball news, ACC softball tournament going on this very week. And we also have the latest in ACC baseball. That info is around the corner. Stay with us here on Y'all. Unisom knows when you don't get enough sleep, it's hard to avoid the fog. It's a sneaky fella. Hates sleep. Only appears when you don't get enough of it. I've seen the fog make a guy pour salt in his coffee. Thought it was sugar. Ever fold an entire basket of dirty laundry? Wasn't you. It was the fog. Unisom is specially formulated to help you fall asleep fast and get a good night's sleep. You'll wake up ready to take on the day. Sleeping well is the fog's worst nightmare. Unisom. Use as directed. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Uh, hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair, but cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8686. That's promo code 8686 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Hey, Dad, want to shoot some hoops? In a bit, buddy. I promise. Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment. I'll just play by myself. For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief. Yes! Great shot, buddy. Let's play another game. You're on, Dad. Get Allegra and get back to the moment. Among single-ingredient OTC-branded oral antihistamines. Use as directed. And this is the final segment now for the first hour of today's Y'all Show. Talk with a ACC accent with John. And I got Jonathan Leifight continuing on here as we discuss all things Atlantic Coast Conference. Jonathan taking a quick look at what's going on in the world of ACC baseball. We hear the song there. The Louisville Cardinals have a couple of game lead in the Atlantic Division 
of the ACC. They're on top of the Florida State Seminoles with a 16 and 11 mark. Also in the Atlantic, NC State 14 and 10. Coach Avent's team continuing to march its way back to a postseason berth. Clemson is 12 and 12. They've coming off a loss here this week. Wake Forest is also 12 and 12. The Irish of Notre Dame have a losing record, and so does. BC. That's the Atlantic side of the ACC baseball ledger. We have two teams tied atop the Coastal Division. North Carolina and Georgia Tech both had good weekends this past weekend. But hey, they don't compare to the resurgent Miami Hurricanes. The Canes have won seven in a row. And in Carl Gables, they sport a 14-10 and conference mark. The Blue Devils of Duke are 13-11. UVA, Virginia is 10-14. and Virginia Tech eight and nineteen, and Pitt is, I think, the worst team in the conference with a five and nineteen mark. Mister Lifeite, Mister ACC, thoughts on how things are shaking up right now from an ACC baseball perspective? Yeah, it looks like uh, Louisville is getting close to, to kind of wrapping up that top seed in the, in the for the tournament, and I'm not sure. Let's see, I believe they've got uh, six more games left in conference to play. Um, uh, and then on the Atlantic, on the, excuse me, on the coastal side, North Carolina, Georgia Tech, and Miami are all in contention, and all of them have six games left as well on the uh, on the on their on their conference schedule. So we still have some uh, deciding to be uh, to be made on the on the coastal side. Um, North, excuse me, Georgia Tech and North Carolina have that one game advantage. Um, Georgia Tech has got uh, Duke on the road and Pitt at home. Uh, so two of the lesser teams, and I believe Miami and North Carolina still have to play. Uh, so that could get kind of interesting on what's going on there. All right. Taking a look at the series going on this weekend in ACC baseball, Georgia Tech will be in Durham taking on Duke this weekend. North Carolina travels to Pitt for a series against the Panthers. Canisius and Notre Dame have an out-of-conference series in South Bend this weekend. FSU is also out of conference. The Spiders of Richmond crawl down to Tallahassee. Miami and Wake Forest get together on Tobacco Road this weekend for a series. Clemson's on Tobacco Road to face off against NC State. NC State checking in at number 19 in the latest college baseball poll. And you also have Louisville and Virginia with a series in Charlottesville this weekend. Of course, the season winding down. Everybody getting ready to go to Durham for the ACC baseball tournament in just a few weeks and jonathan news on that front i don't know if you saw this or not but triple a baseball's international league has changed its scheduling policy and that's going to prevent member teams of the triple a international league from blocking out dates to host events like baseball tournaments so what this means in 2020 durham is not going to be able to host the acc baseball tournament i don't know if you'd heard of that or not but your thoughts on that uh, I had not heard that yet, so that uh, that certainly is a, a, going to be a big shift. And I imagine the Durham folks are not real happy about that because they really get you know with the number of teams that come in, um, a big boost there to their local economy and, and to the sales on their uh, uh, concessions and whatnot. So probably a big loss to them. I, I have not heard that, and I have not seen uh, anything about, from the ACC about where they would uh, where they would be uh, possibly holding it next year, but. Uh, uh, and it'll be a bit of a shame too, because that's a really nice park up there, and it's a nice central location for all the teams and all the fans. Um, and I and I think it'll be a, a loss for the ACC as well as the stadium there. Well, I can I make a suggestion? Sure. I know you're a huge fan of SunTrust Park, just outside of Atlanta. 
maybe that could be the home of the ACC turning in 2020? Well, if they'll uh, if they're able to make the Braves accommodate, then I I don't have, I think that'd probably be pretty uh, pretty possible. Because I know you're a huge fan of that ballpark, so hey, why not? <laughs> yeah, you know I'm a big fan of that, huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, that that uh, ballpark, as great as it is, uh, not exactly the best of news to the taxpayers of Cobb County. Maybe great news for Fulton County, but not for Cobb County. No, yeah, and as a Cobb County resident, I'll just state. I'm not too happy. (laughs) All right, Jonathan, let's talk ACC softball. Hey, yeah, we don't want to forget about softball. They try to make their way to Oklahoma City for the national championship. That's kind of a fun thing here in a couple of weeks. But before that, you have the ACC softball tournament, and that takes place in Tallahassee this week. And, Jonathan, it actually starts today. You have NC State and Syracuse getting together this afternoon. Georgia Tech and Virginia have a game later on today as well. And that's just day one of the ACC softball tournament. Tomorrow, Thursday, you've got Virginia Tech taking on the winner of the NC State-Syracuse game. North Carolina and Louisville have a game. Also, Florida State, they'll play the winner of the Georgia Tech-Virginia game. And finally, Notre Dame and Duke play on Thursday for the first time. So the winner, ACC champion, gets the automatic berth in the softball playoffs. So, Jonathan, any thoughts on ACC women's softball? Yeah, so Virginia Tech uh, gets the number one seed, and then Florida State with the number two seed. I think those two have to be your favorites going in. Florida State has been uh, pretty powerful uh, throughout, and then Notre Dame is also they're coming in at number three. They've also done pretty well in postseason play, so um, you kind of gotta like you know as much as you don't as you hate to just go for the favorites. Uh, that's kind of what you have to do in this case, especially given that you'll see the number one and number two seeds get uh, a buy. That'll help out their pitching staffs uh, in terms of trying to get through the weekend. And as we said, this is being hosted at Florida State, but FSU not the number one seed. Virginia Tech the number one seed heading into the ACC softball tourney. That is correct. All right. Jonathan, where do the Jackets play? What's the name of the softball field for Georgia Tech? Uh, it is Shirley Newborn Field. All right. And that is located how close to Russ Chandler? Uh, right across the street. I figured it would be. All right. It's kind of kitty corner from it, but uh, there's a there's a hill that sits up next to the old O'Keefe High School, um, and uh, it is out in the what used to be parking lot of that, and they tore all that up and put in a nice – Nice uh, facility there for the for the ladies. Yep. All of the softball programs that are playing right now, especially in the Power Five conferences, from what I can tell, they all have very nice softball stadiums. And even the baseball teams, for the most part, have gone in the last couple of years. And with the new ACC, ACCN, I should call it, coming on board, it's just going to be more revenue for all of the members of the Atlantic Coast Conference to be able to spend even more and create more fun things for the student-athletes. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, uh, you know, each one of them also have a facility on, on campus that handles all their video. Um, and then, obviously, little satellite locations at each one of their facilities in order to facilitate getting that video back to their control center. Awesome. Jonathan Lifeite joining us from his satellite studio with 24-7 Sports and the CBS Sports Digital Network. Mr. Lifeite, thank you very much for being a part of our ACC Spotlight. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, and you guys have a great week. All right. 
Jonathan. All right, when we come back, we're going to have Precious Harris dropping by an hour or two with the latest from Country Music Land, Nashville, Tennessee. And we've got hashtag Hubaloo coming up next. This is y'all. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8686. That's promo code 8686 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirror bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Funds are deposited for delivery next business day at approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. Have you longed for a simpler life? Imagine how simple life would be if you just had one bill every month. It's that kind of simplicity Avant can help you find with a debt consolidation loan. Pay off your bills and have just one fixed rate payment. It takes just minutes to apply online. And depending on approval, you could have your money sent the next business day from $2,000 to $35,000. And because Avant is accredited by the Better Business Bureau, life is not only simpler, but in hands you can trust. Simplify your life with a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5151 when applying. Avant.com, code 5151. That's Avant.com, code 5151. Hello, welcome back. It's y'all, and this hour is going to be full of great fun. We've got hashtag Hullabaloo coming your way, and we've got Precious Harris with all that's going on in Nashville, Tennessee, and country music. And she had a late night last night, and we'll talk all about it in just a few minutes here on y'all. Hey, if you want to connect to Precious or you want to tell us something, we welcome your feedback. Our number, 803-816-1170. And you can find us on the World Wide Web at y'all.com. Also, hey, we're on a couple of apps that you can add to your phone or your iPad and and kind of connect with us at your leisure. Those apps are iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, and the iTunes Podcast apps. All allow you to get the show each and every day. It automatically will come to those devices, and it's free of charge. And, oh, by the way, as far as I know, all three will allow you to adjust the speed of the show. Because if you think I talk a little too fast, you can push a button and the y'all show will magically slow down. Or if you think I'm talking too slow already, you can kind of speed me up here on the y'all show. You can push a button and we talk a lot faster if we go that speed. 
And I don't know what that speed is. I think it can go twice as the speed that I normally talk. All that on those apps there. And, and, and we're just glad you're going to listen to us. Whether you're going to listen to us slower or faster, we appreciate you. We appreciate you a lot here on the Y'all Show. All right, it's hashtag Hollywood time here on this May 8th. And we're excited to dive headfirst into the fun of social media. And our first tweet comes from the Twitter account of one J.M. Smith at James Michael Seven. And he's a founder of Disciple Dojo. He loves drawing Jesus, the Simpsons, and the three Rons. His three Rons are Ron Burgundy, Ron Paul, and Ron Swanson. But not in that order, J.M. Smith adds. All right, here's what he put on Twitter this week that caught our eye. He had a big photo of two bins of tea, one marked unsweet, one marked sweet. And he wrote, as it should be, above the photo. Now, what's kind of fun about the photo is that the sweet tea bin is like gigantic compared to the unsweet bin. Kind of like if y'all have ever been into Cookout. Cookout is a great restaurant that has been kind of in North Carolina for a number of years, but kind of only in a certain area. And here in the last five years, they have gone gangbusters in a lot of the South with locations. And they're not just a North Carolina thing anymore. And if you go into a cookout, they have the big, gigantic sweet tea in the container for you to be able to pour out easily. But they don't have an unsweet bin like that. You you have a pitcher just a two-gallon pitcher they always have, at least in all the cookouts that I've been into, they have that two-gallon of unsweet that you have to pour there, and then you have to push the button to get the sweet out. And I'm okay with that. But golly, I, I feel sorry for a cookout if a lot of people come in one day and want a whole lot of unsweet tea. They're not going to have it very long. You know, making tea is kind of a pain in the butt. Let's be honest with you. I worked in a restaurant. I worked in a good country restaurant when I was in high school. And when you make sweet tea, it really, uh, it can make the the device, whatever you're using, it, it, it just, it's a lot harder to clean. That, that sugar makes it get sticky. And I understand there's a lot of people who don't serve sweet tea in restaurants, not because the demand's not there. They're just too lazy to have to clean it every day. I, I promise you, that is absolutely the truth. And so, uh, but at Cookout, they've got their priorities and, and evidently, Wherever this guy is, James Michael Smith, J.M. Smith, he found not this was not at a cookout. Uh, it looked like it's some kind of Java place. He found the discrimination against unsweet tea there, and uh, as he said, as it should be. So I guess he was he was okay with this uh, dereliction of not having the both types of tea. All right, Lee Robin Picks on Twitter at Little Robin Picks. Don't you love the way that word is? I always find it kind of a, as a guy who really tries to pay close attention to people's accents, I've always found it a little bit humorous the way not just Yankees, but specifically Pennsylvania and Delaware. If you've ever had anybody from Delaware near you, they say L-I-L a little bit different. They don't say little. little. They say little. I, don't, I can't say it because I'm not from the Keystone State. But yeah, little, little, little. I, I see. I'm, I'm doing my best. Not Yankee impression. 
Pennsylvania impression, specifically Eastern Pennsylvania. Philly fanatics there. Lil Robin Picks is the Twitter account, and she identifies as a Latina mental health therapist with a flair for taking photos and a love for Hispanic comida. Sometimes I write things too. So I, I guess comida must be a Spanish word for comedy, I guess. I'm not sure. Uh, but here's what little Robin Picks put on Twitter this week. Everyone on hashtag Met Gala in here finishing up my Southern cuisine. I cooked, and that was all they put. But when the photo, though, from little Robin Picks, yeah, she cooked up Southern cuisine. I'm not sure she lives in the South. Lee Robin Picks, also known as Little Robin Picks. The photo is of fried chicken, pork and beans, mashed potatoes and brown gravy, and green beans. Now, can I make a confession at Little Robin Picks? <laughs> Last evening, I had one, two, three, four, five. You have five items in that photo. I had four of the five items at my supper last night, okay? I had fried chicken. I had mashed potatoes with dark gravy. I had, I guess, brown gravy would be what you have on there, and green beans. I did not have the pork and beans, so I I feel like I got uh, shortchanged. I went to the KFC buffet again for the first time in a while. And if you're lucky enough to live near a Kentucky Fried Chicken that offers the buffet, it at least where I am, it, it costs less than $10. And that's a pretty good deal. I mean, it's a lot of food. But I, as I told my birthday boy when I talked to him on the eve of his birthday last night, it doesn't matter where you are or who cooked it. If you eat fried chicken, and I'm not talking about like boneless chicken. I'm talking about fried chicken with a bone. It's nasty. It is, especially in a buffet setting. So God bless KFC and any other buffet place that has fried chicken. But lo and behold, people go eat that chicken. And at KFC, God bless them, they have really good chicken. But they don't necessarily, in the places that I go, they don't have the dispensers all around, antibacterial, where you can keep your hands clean when you're eating that chicken. And everybody and their brother comes through that buffet line and they got dirty hands, and they might have already gone through the line once. They're over there eating their chicken, and they got grease all over their hands and saliva or whatever else. And then they, guess what? They go back to the line, and they take those spoons and forks and the ladles on the buffet, and they hold them up, and they serve them on their plate. And you come right behind them, and you touch them. And lo and behold, you know you're going to get sick, probably. So I'm okay right now. Hopefully, I don't come down with some kind of illness. And if I do, I'm going to blame it not on KFC, but on the buffet, the way it's the way it's handled at KFC. So, oh, I know KFC for a while, 20 years ago, buffets were kind of a, a kind of a, a standard, and then they kind of went away, at least in my part of the South. And now they're back in some of the locations. So. I, I like it. It's it's a good thing to do, and it's not too expensive, but it is kind of disgusting. And it's not just KFCs disgusting. Anytime you got fried chicken and a bone, uh, unless you're using surgical gloves, it's gonna get kind of nasty. But hey, isn't that why we like living in the South? Yeah, you bet. You betcha. Catherine Skrebnik is on Twitter at K S K R B A N E K. Don't see that name every day. And she has, as part of her profile, at 
T-A-M-U-C hashtag adjunct. Views are mine. It looks like she is a professor. And and specifically, I had to do my research. She's at T-A-M-U-C. That is A&M Commerce, part of the Texas A&M University in Commerce, Texas. I think that used to be called, what was that called? Texas... Oh, I forgot. It, it had a name different from that. It's kind of 45 minutes away from Dallas, heading back toward Texarkana. I've been through there before. Um, some good football players came from what was A&M Commerce, what it was called before. Well, she's a professor there, and help me out. If y'all know the name of Texas A&M Commerce before it changed its name to that, let me know. I can't believe I'm forgetting about it. I, I know what it might have been. It might have been Texas A&I now that I think about it. Yeah, I think it was Texas A&I, and then it became Texas A&M Commerce, but it usually goes by A&M Commerce. Kind of like Texas A&M has a branch in Corpus Christi that's called Texas A&M Corpus Christi. What a name. How would you like to have to write that out every time? Hey, where'd you go to college? I went to Texas A&M University Corpus Christi. Whew, my goodness. Uh, makes people who just went to a place like Duke, they had it easy. D-U-K-E. That's it. That's all they got to put not all this other stuff. But Catherine of A&M Commerce, she wrote on Twitter this week as a professor. She wrote, grading before finals is not enjoyable. At least I found hashtag moon pies at the store. Hashtag southern hashtag, hashtag adjunct life. Well, that is awesome. And I'll give you credit, Catherine. Professor Scrabnick, hey, I have been an adjunct instructor of journalism at the University of Mississippi in the past. And nowhere did it ever cross my mind that a moon pie would help me out during finals time grading all those papers. And, hey, it's one thing to have the old Scantron as a professor and you just turn it into a lab and they come back and give you the results. But when you're teaching kids how to write for the media, as I did, I taught Journalism 102, and you have to closely pay attention to every word, every line, everything. And I did that, and it was tough. So it would have been a lot easier if I'd have just followed Catherine's advice and had a moon pie, for goodness sake. Hey, hey, look out. Moon pie. Thank you. What a great creation coming from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Moon pies. We love them. By the way, uh, Catherine, at the, she's the co-host there at A&M Commerce of something called At The CCWH. What in the world is that? It's the Coordinating Council for Women in History, and it's an org for women and those who study them in the historical profession. So if you want to know about the study of women, hey, Catherine Skrabnik just might be your lady there at A&M Commerce. Thank you for letting us know that and for having those moon pies out while you're getting ready to grade those papers. All right, here is a cool tweet coming from Home Depot number 6507. This is also in the state of Texas. This is in Baytown, Texas, is where Home Depot 6507 is. They even have their own Twitter account at HD6507. And they put on Twitter this week, a great way to give back to veterans. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to give back to the ones that defend and serve our country. And they have pictures of the Home Depot workers helping out with some home improvement. I assume it's some veterans home. But again, number 6507 of Home Depot in Baytown, helping out veterans. What a cool thing. And pretty neat to see a actual store like a Home Depot or perhaps Walmart's have them too, having their own Twitter accounts. And what a neat thing there in Baytown. A very military-friendly town. I think they've got a Navy base there in Baytown. 
in the Lone Star State. Taste of the South is on Twitter at Taste Mag, and they preserve the past and celebrate the future of Southern food. Sounds like our kind of place, doesn't it? They wrote on Twitter this week, this extra cheesy mac and cheese is pure ooey gooey goodness. And they had a big photo of this delicious mac and cheese. And they put on here, you got to use a lot of extra cheese and it is certainly comfort food. So I don't want to dispute taste of the South with their picture of chewy goodness coming from this mac and cheese, but it does look good. And we encourage you to go to at taste mag to learn more about taste of the South and their macaroni and cheese. Jeff's on Twitter at Jeff Joiner, J E F F R O Joiner. And he's a fallout addict, a gigantic nerd. This is what he's saying about himself, by the way, in his profile. His truck's named Gorgeous, and he's a super dad and a super husband and a super dork and a University of Florida alumnus. And more importantly, he's a proud redneck. <laughs> and, oh, and here's just one more thing about Jeff to kind of illustrate his sense of humor. And I, I got to give him credit. This is pretty funny. He wrote, in his profile on Twitter, all posts are my own. So they're awesome. <laughs> Love the optimism there, Jeff. Thank you. Jeff Rowe joiner. He wrote on Twitter this week. Yep. I can smell it coming and have the arrival time down to about a 10 minute window. Hashtag Florida boy, hashtag Southern. And he put a GIF out that is quite funny, especially if you're a native, a native Floridian, which is pretty darn hard to find. And if you're from Florida, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm not from Florida. I am not from the Sunshine State. But I am envious of those who get to call it home 24-7-365 because it is, it's a great state. Let's be honest. And eh, some areas are better than others. But it's, it's, I mean, they don't have taxes, for goodness sake. They don't have income tax like Tennessee. So that's one great thing about Florida. All right, here's Jeff. Jeff's Jeff that he put out. He said, no one... And then it says, Floridians, smell that. It's going to rain in about 34 minutes. So, yeah, I guess it rains so much this time of year in Florida that the natives know that when they smell that nothing, their smell, it's going to rain in about 34 minutes. Uh, yeah, it may be the sunshine state, but they got their little quick thunder boomers that come through and little patches of rain and kind of the, the, the only negative, they don't have snow showers all day long and sleet does not find its way to florida very often so that that's the downfall of living in florida is an occasional rainstorm oh well puckett's is on twitter at puckett's grocery this is an awesome place in franklin tennessee and they're also in the columbia and nashville areas of tennessee chattanooga murfreesboro puckett's grocery go there it is a great place a community restaurant with southern cooking and live picking performances a few feet from your table it is a awesome place at puckett's grocery and the tweet says our skillet pecan cobbler is no matter how you pronounce it hashtag southern (laughs) oh yeah that looks yummy 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 not peach cobbler but a skillet pecan or for some of you pecan cobbler with ice cream and it looks like great ice cream all on its own but right on top of that cobbler ooh puckets next time i'm in franklin and i'm hanging out right on the square i'm gonna have to sneak over to where you are and have a delicious skillet pecan cobbler proud texans is on twitter at proud underscore texans 
They say this is all about Texans and the pride that comes along with being a Texan. I don't care if you are native or transplant. We all love our great state. The eyes of Texas are upon proud Texans on Twitter. And here's what they wrote. How many of y'all can relate to this? Question mark, question mark, question mark. And they have a GIF attached that I'll read here in just a second. One GIF has a whipping thing that you use for baking. It says this one for whipping up cookies. And then they have the same thing just like it with another whip thing. It says this one for whipping little, and I'll just say arses. So, yeah, that's a little Texas sarcasm there coming from at proud underscore Texans. Wooden spoons, hashtag, hashtag Southern Mamas. Hey, speaking of Southern Mamas, might want to get one of these little things from proud Texans because Sunday is Mother's Day across the Southeast. So do not forget, if you are a proud child of a mom out there and your mom you might not see between now and sunday i bet you if you're listening to me here on this wednesday you've got time to head to the dollar general you've got time to head to the walmart of the world or even better find a local place where you are that is not a massive national chain spend uh, two to three dollars on a card and about 50 cents on a stamp and put that baby in the mail and at least brighten up your mom's day come Mother's Day 2019. Okay, would you please do that? I need to do that, frankly. Now, I have a day to spare because it usually takes mail two days to get to my mama's house. But, hey, if a lot of people follow my advice, the mail's going to get clogged with a lot of traffic. So you might want to just go ahead and do it today. And you tell them, Mama, I love you. Happy Mother's Day. And the Y'all Show told me to send this. Thank you. Goodbye. That. That's the least you could do. Of course, you also want to pick up that telephone. And if you're a millennial, for God's sakes, don't text Happy Mother's Day to your mama. Call your mama. Go see your mama if you're able to, but at least pick up the phone and have a conversation. More than two minutes, okay? Or even better, have a FaceTime conversation or a Skype conversation so they can see your pretty face. They birthed you so they know that you are their pride and joy. Even if you got about 20 siblings, you're still their favorite. And don't forget that. Mother's Day 2019, it'll be here before you know it. And a happy early Mother's Day to all our mamas out there. And that will conclude hashtag Hullabaloo here on this couple of days before Mother's Day 2019. All right. Thank you for all the great tweets and for the interaction. Again, if you have something you want to share with us here on the Y'all Show, we encourage you to email us, y'allshow at y'all.com. You can text or call the number 803-816-1170. When we come back on Y'all, Precious Harris is standing by. She's got the latest from Nashville, Music City, USA. And we'll find out what she was doing on Tuesday night on Music Row, plus everything else going on in Nashville. That's up next on Y'all. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? 
Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone? Uh, I'm away right now, <laughs> obviously. Uh, leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial There's three. no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Funds are deposited for delivery next business day at approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. Have you longed for a simpler life? Imagine how simple life would be if you just had one bill every month. It's that kind of simplicity Avant can help you find with a debt consolidation loan. Pay off your bills and have just one fixed rate payment. It takes just minutes to apply online. And depending on approval, you could have your money sent the next business day from $2,000 to $35,000. And because Avant is accredited by the Better Business Bureau, life is not only simpler, but in hands you can trust. Simplify your life with a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5151 when applying. Avant.com, code 5151. That's Avant.com, code 5151. Make me wanna from Thomas Rhett here on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. This is our country music news and notes feature on Wednesday, y'all. And we have Precious Harris, direct from Music City, USA, joining us now on the Y'all Show. And there's a reason why we're playing Thomas Red. He's a mama's boy, Precious, and we got Mother's Day coming up on Sunday. And should I go ahead, since your nickname is Mama P after all, Say it is. say happy Mother's Day early for you. Yes, I would love that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, how about Thomas Redd? You think he's a mama's boy? I can tell you he is. All right, he's a daddy's boy, too. <laughs> he's a daddy's boy, too. I have to tell you. But his mom, um, when he had his first number one party, uh-huh. you know, he, he said, you know, I want to give a shout out to my parents. And he said, thank you, mom, for supporting me when... I didn't know if I wanted to do this or not. And, Dad, thank you for always being there to listen to. So I thought that was very, very sweet. So he thanked them both in different situations, you know. And, of course, as we've documented many times, his dad is country music singer-songwriter Rhett Akins. And, Precious, I, I don't have it in front of me, but I'm sure father-son have teamed up to write some of Thomas's hit songs. Is that is that true? Yes. Okay. Uh, I want to say it was T-shirt, um, I can't remember if Mary Me's on it or not, but his dad, you know, every once in a while, I mean, because he writes with everybody, you know, right. so it's not like that. But uh, his dad, I know his dad has been at four or five of his number one parties in the last couple of years. Well, what a wonderful wow. collaboration of father and son 
writing hit songs together and of course again this is about mom's day hey speaking of red akins we have some audio for uh, not from thomas his his son sorry he's a father of two and mother's day is a very special time for thomas Rhett. and we have some audio thanks to his record label talking about mother's day and its significance let's hear that now on y'all i never thought that i could love my wife more until i saw her become a mother and so i think it makes you first of all have a lot more respect for Mother's Day for your own mom, knowing how much your mom did for you. But then when you get to watch your wife do it to your own kids, it takes that intensity to a different level. And it really makes Mother's Day more of just like a, hey, mom, happy Mother's Day, into like, hey, thank you for like being the most amazing mother on the planet. Because without you, this would all fall apart. And so Mother's Day, we celebrate it with Lauren's mom and my mom. And it just means so much more now that I have kids than it used to before I didn't have kids. Oh, good. From Thomas Rhett. I love hearing that about his wife and the importance of Mother's Day 2019. And from that same label in Nashville, Jay Namarcus with the group Rascal Flats. And Jay also, they had a recorder in front of him the other day talking about his Mother's Day memories and such. And let's hear the 48-year-old singer from Rascal Flats talking about mom. My beliefs and my faith are part of who I am, and I'm so grateful that I had the foundation laid early on. My mom took me to church from my earliest memory, so I'm grateful to have had that foundation laid early, and it's just part of who I am. I'm not a perfect human being by any stretch of the imagination, but there is always this little voice inside of me that keeps me where I know I need to be. And I've been really, really fortunate to have a mother that has spent many, many long hours on her knees praying for me. And I guarantee you, I would almost bet everything I have that that has saved me more often than not. So it sustains me. My faith and my belief sustains me through all of the craziness that this life brings. And that's Jana Marcus, a bassist and vocalist with the group Rascal Flats, talking about Mother's Day and he's currently part of the Big Machine Records group alongside Thomas Rhett. And we appreciate both Thomas and Jay DeMarcus taking some time to talk about Mother's Day 2019. All right, Precious, let's talk a little. Well, let me let me actually, uh, I see some news on Jay DeMarcus that I was not aware of. He has revealed his daughter was put up for adoption. What do you Have you read that story? No. Okay. He's currently a doting dad to daughter Madeline and son Dylan Six with his wife Allison, but his new faith-based memoir, Shotgun Angels, My Story of Broken Roads and Unshakable Hope, in this book he reveals they aren't his only children, and he writes that more than 20 years ago, before he was a member of Rascal Flats, a girl he'd been dating for a month accidentally got pregnant the first time they slept together, even though they used protection, and DeMarcus said he wanted the child in his life, and his mother offered to adopt the baby but the child's mother opted for an outside adoption so he is a parent of three not just two as he's revealed a daughter put up for adoption more than 20 years ago and that was out on the tennesseans website just a few days ago again jay's got a book shotgun angels my story of broken roads and unshakable hope now that's that's quite a a revealing detail to put in the book yes it is but you know what i will tell you country fans is really good at being honest, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, if, if you're going to hear honesty, you know, you've seen Keith Urban go through rehab and you've seen uh, you know, the cheating scandals that happen in country music. And so it's very much a, 
you know, the country artists do leave. They're almost as bad as rock stars, <laughs> but, but they're just held more accountable than rock stars are yeah. by their fans and their peers. Well, a lot of times they put it in lyric form in a song, not necessarily in a book. Right. But, but I think this book has been on his mind for a while to write. Yeah, no kidding. Jade Marcus, Rascal Flats, and love their music. Good good to, to know that story and for him revealing that. And hopefully, maybe he has some kind of connection to that daughter that was given up years ago. We, we sure hope so. All right, Precious, let's be honest with you real quick, and you got to be honest with us. On Tuesday night, you were out late attending Music Biz 2019, and we want to know the details. Well, Music Biz 2019 is where it's 85% music executives and 15% artists and people, you know, industry people. Uh, it was covered in media. What it is is where the music industry gets together, and uh, it's the largest convention in the world for the music industry for physical uh, sales, digital record labels, mobile apps, anything you can think of, um, distribution, Spotify. There was a lot of things out there to help you grow your business as a label, as an artist. Um, very informative. It, they had everything for songwriters, for publishers, internet radio services. I was actually, I had six girls there at the convention and they were all overwhelmed, but we just got through having dinner and uh, I mean lunch. And they said, you know what? I have been overloaded on so much information, but this is the best four days. I feel like that I'm at Belmont university, which made me feel really good because it basically is four years of college smashed in your face in a good way. And, of course, Sir Martin, you know, his son, uh, I mean, Sir George Martin, his son's over here receiving an award for him. And, of course, Cassidy, Paul, and Ray Lynn came out and said hi to the girls yesterday. And we had said they were taking photo ops and posted them on Instagram, Instagram. And she was so sweet to the girls. So I want to give a shout out to Ray Lynn for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, But it was just Cassidy was there, Daniel Bradbury. They had a, a girls in the round songwriter, uh, like a little a songwriting circle, you know, like a writer's night. So it was really fun for the girls to get to see that. And so um, we got in the morning. We start in the morning again at 9 a.m., and it's the final day. So right. we're good to go. This is Music Biz 2019, Precious on the Beat in Nashville covering this. And, hey, can we talk a little hotel talk with you here, Precious? A little pillow talk? <laughs> Not my pillow, <laughs> but the pillow at JW Marriott. This is a evidently a new place for the Music Biz 2019 to be held at the JW Marriott. And this is a new property in Music City? Yeah, it's open in the last year. It was actually opening within a month and a half of when we had our other one last year. But I will tell you, they come in to park my valet today and let the girls off like, oh, I'm going to park. It's, you know, the time I pay an Uber and come back and forth, it's about $25 a day from my office on Music Row. Well, I went, I said, before I get out, I've heard everything you all have is high dollar. How much do you charge to park cars? If you're staying here, and I went, no, I live like 10 miles away. He goes, unfortunately, it's about $42 a day. If you want a tip, it will be about $55. So I'm like, I think I'm going to go with the car back to my office and Uber down by myself. Well, <laughs> so that's that what I did. Precious. I hate, I, where is this lo- lo- located in Nashville? Right. You're not going to miss it. It looks like a spaceship. It looks like the pipes of the Titanic. Okay. It's about 23, 24 floors. There's a big, if you see a little bump out. From the hotel, it's a perfectly round glass oval. Uh, I know that's oxymoron, perfectly round glass oval, but it's perfectly <laughs> oval shaped. What'd you call me? Did you call me an oxymoron? <laughs> well, it, let me tell you, 
it is so slick. They built it just like they for the on the ground up. But uh, if you see the bump out, that is a high-ended $175 a meal steakhouse. Oh, okay. Now, where is this located in Nashville? Right on the corner of the Mumbrium and 8th Avenue. Oh, okay. Right beside the convention center. All right, so it's downtown. Not far, Precious. Don't I don't want to hear you on here complaining about valet rates because when you and I were together at the radio seminar at the Omni in Nashville, $75 valet is the price there for that. Yeah, that was. But if you eat at the restaurant, it's free. <laughs> well, I didn't know that. Oh, well, next time we'll take care of it. Make sure you eat something at the restaurant and uh, get your cards. All right. Well, see, all the, see, here on the Nashville Music Line with Precious Harris, you learn just so much about all the ins and outs of Nashville. By the way, Precious, the author of College of Songology, go to the website College of Songology dot com and she also is a music business consultant and she's doing a lot of consulting there with the many clients that she has attending things like music biz 2019 and reminder darius rucker is going to be honored at this year's music biz 2019 has he been honored yet or is that to come i think it's coming tomorrow okay. i saw that was on the list now they did have a awards banquet tonight we were there about 10 minutes and uh, had the girls with me, and they had the air turned down to like 60. Ooh. And so we all looked at each other, and she said, I'm a guitar player, and my fingers are blue. So what we decided to do is we stayed for a while and, and networked just for a little bit for about 30 minutes, and we're like, you know what? Let's take out. So we did. Uh, we did. Uh, went out to Dave and Buster's huh. and had a good old time. That's good. And just bonded as girls and talked about, you know, just the different ideas that we've seen today. But... Um, I did see Peter Frampton today. Oh. Yeah. And, uh, cause he lives here. Okay. Yeah. He, he has a, he has a condo downtown in the Gulch. All right. Peter and, Frampton. And, yeah. Peter Frampton. And of course they had any, it's literally, uh, it's musicbiz.org, but it is literally the, the quintessential music business conference in the world all right literally it is all right when we come back with precious we're going to have more music talk from nashville tennessee and as we leave you for break we've got a trivia question who topped the billboard country singles chart on this day back in 1992 some 27 years ago the song was neon moon and who was on top of billboard's chart with that record we'll have the answer when we come back Unisom knows when you don't get enough sleep, it's hard to avoid the fog. It's a sneaky fella. Hates sleep. Only appears when you don't get enough of it. I've seen the fog make a guy pour salt in his coffee. Thought it was sugar. Ever fold an entire basket of dirty laundry? Wasn't you. It was the fog. Unisom is specially formulated to help you fall asleep fast and get a good night's sleep. You'll wake up ready to take on the day. Sleeping well is the fog's worst nightmare. Unisom. Use as directed. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. 
The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8686. That's promo code 8686 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Hey, Dad, want to shoot some hoops? In a bit, buddy. I promise. Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment. I'll just play by myself. For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief. Yes! Great shot, buddy. Let's play another game. You're on, Dad. Get Allegra and get back to the moment. Among single-ingredient OTC-branded oral antihistamines. Use as directed. When the sun goes down on my side of town That lonesome feeling comes to my door And the whole world turns blue There's a rundown bar across the railroad track I got a table for two way in the back Where I sit alone Think of losing you I spend most every night Beneath the light of a neon moon Oh man, love that song Taking you back to the early 90s When country music was really going gangbusters The song Neon Moon And it was number one on the Billboard Country Singles Chart On this very day back in 1992 welcome back it's y'all it's our final segment here on this wednesday we have precious harris from music row on nashville and she is here to talk all things country but she's got to answer that question who sang neon moon which was number one 27 years ago what was the answer to that precious it is brooks and dunn one of the very first bands i ever interned for oh yeah on arista records kicks and ronnie and they are out with a new record now i think it's called reboot or something like that it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's it's probably one of my favorite albums of everything they've done. And and I would never say that. I mean, literally, because I loved everything they've ever done. But they really, they brought in, uh, redid their hits. And the reason why they call it Reboot is because, you know, they're known for their cowboy boots. But yeah. they, re, you know, like you do rewind or, you know, redo it or, re, re you know, re means rewind, period. But, you know, knows to go back and come back again. But they went and they've got, some, uh, they got Tracy Lawrence on there. They got Blake Shelton on there, I think. But they've got uh, several country artists. Uh, because I know that Blake Shelton's been on tour with another duo, Bellamy Brothers. So I've been reading about the duos because I have worked with both these duos, either as an interview person or as an intern. So uh, <laughs> I've got duos coming out of my ears. But it is the best album I've ever heard. All right. Well, great job there, and it's just proof that just because an act may not be on top of the chart these days with record after record coming out, they can easily go back, and with the proper attention given to their effort, they can rise to the top, as the case with Reboot from 
Brooks and Dunn. More news about what happened on this date in history, taking it back to 1970. Merle Haggard was on top of the album chart with Oki from Muskogee, awesome classic country from the Hag. On this date in 1987, Randy Travis's album Always and Forever was the number one country album. We've got more on Randy in just a second. And Sally, on this day back in 2008, Eddie Arnold, legendary singer who grew up in the Henderson, Tennessee area, Jackson, Tennessee, he died in a Nashville nursing home a week before turning 90 years young. The Tennessee plowboy Eddie Arnold died on this date back in 2008. Now, let me tell you about Randy Travis. As we did a celebration of Randy Travis on Friday's Y'all Show, Precious, you missed out on that, but we played. Uh-huh. What, what's your favorite Randy Travis song? I got it stuck between Digging Up Bones and uh, Forever, Forever, Amen. Oh, uh, I said one. You got to pick one. Oh, well, that's not very fair. Well, I'm. Uh, okay, for- okay, okay. Digging Up Bones. All right. Well, my favorite is Hard Rock Bottom of Your Heart, and we played that on Friday. What a. A beautiful song, just just awesome song. It was number one for four weeks back in 1990. Well, Randy Travis turned 60 years young on Saturday. And Randy, of course, besides having a great music career, he's had a rough go over the last few years with an awful wreck. He went through a divorce. He had a stroke. He's lucky to be alive. He's had a hard time, but he's got a new book, and it's coming out any day now. And he was at the Grand Ole Opry this past weekend celebrating his 60th birthday. Josh Turner and Charlie Worsham all performed on the Opry singing some of their favorite Randy Travis songs along with fellow Country Music Hall of Famer Don Schlitz all there in Nashville celebrating RT's birthday. What a cool thing. Yeah, I actually uh, I have a cool story about Randy. Uh, back in 1983-84 my mom was really involved in the Nashville Songwriters and We'd come down here, and even though I wasn't old enough to go to the bars and stuff, I could go to a place called the Nashville Palace and see country singers because they serve food. So one day, my mom and I were sitting there, and it was the whole place was filled, I mean, to the max. And they said, hey, we're going to bring out a special guest out here. And the person that was announcing is a country star now, and I have a brain fart of who it is. But he said, we're going to bring out our cook out of the kitchen, having to sing a few notes. And he came out, and my mom and I were sitting there, and they said, ladies and gentlemen, Randy Treywick, Treywick, W-I-C-K. Anyway, so he got up, he, when he gets on stage, he looks at the band, nods his head, and he starts singing, and the whole freaking place goes dead quiet. You could have heard a pin drop. And he was singing a classic, um, I think it was a Bobby Braddock song, He Stopped Loving Her Today. But I'm telling you, I knew that night, that I was going to see him on an award show or on the radio, hear him on the radio or something. Cause he literally just brought the audience to a dead. I'm talking super quiet, like super quiet. Hmm. And they, they cheered and screamed and hollered at the song and they started to walk off and the, and they were like, no, you know, another, do another one, do another one. He ended up having to do two or three songs. He said, ladies and gentlemen, I must get back to work. <laughs> Cause he was the dishwasher, you know? Yeah. You had to wash them dishes when you and your mom were in there making a big, yeah. big old mess. Well, Randy, yes, I know. with a, a great uh, deal going to the Opry, he doesn't really sing these days. Unfortunately, the stroke has kept him from singing, but he's he's doing his best, and good to see that a lot of people came out to help him celebrate his 60th birthday 
over the weekend and we feeded randy on friday precious i gotta ask i gotta ask you about this we feeded on tuesday's y'all show lacey j dalton in fact she came on yesterday's y'all show as a special guest and if you missed that go to the y'all.com website and search for the y'all show or go to any of our streaming podcast options for example itunes podcast iHeartRadio, and the TuneIn radio apps just go search for the tuesday may 7th edition of y'all you'll find our 20 minute plus interview with lacey j dalton and it's just been announced that she's going to have a summer concert schedule and lacey j who of course sang 16th avenue and black coffee and other great hits back in the 80s and early 90s oh, yeah. she she's all over the place mostly out west starting well this week she started she's going to be performing later this month in nevada but she'll be in california south dakota montana and more and since we have you on precious what is your reaction to lacey j dalton who's still getting after it here and she's got a new album called scarecrow to go along with her tour schedule well first of all i love lacey j her i love her whiskey it sounds like she's been gargling and cut glass and whiskey it's just got that <laughs> rough voice that will I can listen to it hours and hours and hours but I remember because of the a guy that co-wrote God bless the boys who make the noise down on 16th Avenue and one of the co-writers was right with the lady that I work for who wrote a whiskey for your woman and tonight the heartaches on me and uh, I remember him telling her he said you got to hear that my song come out Lacey J Dalton and uh, as soon as I heard the song, I knew that it was it's going to be like a, a big, massive hit. And it was. Hmm. But she's so super nice. She's not changed in 20 years. She's still just the same sweet lady I met back in 19, see, 1996, 97. I've been in Nashville for a while when I met her. Okay. Well, again, check out our interview from Tuesday if you want to learn about what's going on with Lacey J. Dalton. As we wrap up with you, Precious, we have some news on Maddie and Tay. They have a new single, Die From A Broken Heart, and it's the number one most added song this week. It's got over 36 million streams and counting. What a great job, Maddie and Tay. Yes, and they, I was at their first number one party, and I, their first number one song has lost my brain. Um, Girl in so a Country anyway, Song? Yes, that's it. So anyway, but I was at their number one party, and... They were cooking. They came here when they were like 16 years old. Yeah. And they, and they got involved in Scott Rochetta actually was their mentor and got them ready to be on the air. But I remember I had my husband with me and they were on stage and they were, I don't know, they were crying more than they were talking because they were just like so overwhelmed because their first song they ever released to radio hit the top of the charts. And when you're in your late teens or your, let's say early twenties then, uh, and it something happens like that. It's almost over to the point of being overwhelming. And I bet there was 300 people in the old CMA building. And it was just like such a celebration. But uh, I'm glad to see another. They've left uh, Big Machine along with that. But they're over at UMG now. Huh. And uh, I love their new record. I got a little hint about two weeks ago. So I'm, I guarantee you there's probably going to be another big hit coming off of that one right after uh die from a broken heart and if there is that big hit and a big party for it we know precious harris will be right there reporting on it here on the y'all show precious thank you much and we look forward to catching up with you again next week okay oh yes and i've got a big surprise for next week so oh, i'll tell you all about it 
as as Gomer Powell says, when Precious stops by, surprise, surprise, surprise. Surprise. We can't. We <laughs> Goodbye, can't. everybody. Goodbye, Precious Harris, everybody. And that will conclude today's y'all show. Hey, tomorrow we're going to have a very special guest. Larry Walker will be joining us from Perry, Georgia. He's penned the new book, Tales from Georgia's Nat Line, and he served in the Georgia House of Representatives for a very long time. And we're going to have a fun discussion with Larry Walker on the Thursday featuring of books with Larry Walker. Then in the second hour, hey, Precious needs to join us for that because we're going to have Mike Allison direct from Lexington, Kentucky to come on and talk about the Kentucky Wildcats. All that in our SEC spotlight of the Thursday. Y'all enjoy the rest of your day and thanks for listening to the show that's all about the South. This is y'all. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Smear a bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back.